Thank you for joining us today on Drawing Near. This podcast is designed to help in drawing near to God through reading God's Word and then applying its truths to our lives. If I can be of assistance to you, feel free to reach out to me through my email address in the description section of this podcast. The priesthood of Jesus is perfect. When we say it's perfect, we mean that it cannot be surpassed. All of the earthly priesthoods have been surpassed in Jesus. Theirs was an earthly priesthood that pointed to the one eternal, heavenly priesthood in Jesus Christ. Today on Drawing Near, we transition from the new priesthood of the Lord Jesus to the need of the new covenant. Let's take our Bibles, turn to Hebrews chapter 8, and study at God's right hand. And as we prepare for today's study, let's pray together. Our Father in heaven, we come before you today acknowledging that so much of what you have done is challenging for us. We are earthly, we are carnal, we are human. And Father, you sit on the throne in the heaven of heavens, and you sit and you see everything as you intended it to be. You created it all, and you have a plan, a purpose in all that you do. And we can see but a part, the part that affects us, the part that comes to pass in the physical world. And yet you are working not only in our physical world, but in the spiritual world, and not only in our finite period of time, but in eternity. Father, help us to trust you, to expand our understanding, to grasp that spiritual eternal sphere that you work in so much of the time. Help us to understand the truth of your word. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. As we begin this study, take a look with me at the first couple of verses in Hebrews chapter 8. It says, Now this is the main point of the things we are saying. We have such a high priest who is seated at the right hand of the throne of the majesty in the heavens, a minister of the sanctuary and of the true tabernacle which the Lord erected, and not man. The writer of Hebrews is trying to tell us what is the real emphasis here? What should we really be focusing on? And what we should be focusing on is the high priest that we have is such that he doesn't have a position on the earth. He has a position in heaven. He's seated at the right hand of the throne of the king in the heavens, of the majesty in the heavens. God is king, and Jesus is seated at his right hand. Jesus is also king because Jesus is also God. And the relationship between Father, Son, and Holy Spirit is unique. It's one of a kind. But Jesus' priesthood is unique. It's one of a kind. It's unlike any earthly priesthood. No earthly priest has ever sat at the right hand of God. No earthly priest has ministered in heaven. And then according to verse 2, no earthly priest has been a minister of the sanctuary of the true tabernacle which the Lord erected and not man. The earthly tabernacle, the earthly temple, the earthly sanctuary was an earthly type of the perfect sanctuary tabernacle in heaven. Man erected the sanctuary, the tabernacle, in the Old Testament according to the specifications of God. But the Lord himself has erected the heavenly, the eternal, the perfect tabernacle. In verse 3 we see, For every high priest is appointed to offer both gifts and sacrifices. Therefore, it is necessary that this one also have something to offer. It's talking about the earthly priest offered gifts and sacrifices. 
Jesus also needed to have something to offer. We know what that is. For if he, Jesus, was on earth, he would not be a priest, since there are priests who offer the gifts according to the law. The emphasis there is simply on the fact that Jesus is a heavenly high priest. He's a spiritual high priest, not an earthly one, not one that's temporary as we've seen in the past, not one of the old covenant. In verse 5, it tells us that those earthly offerings, those earthly gifts, serve as the copy and shadow of the heavenly things. It goes on and says, as Moses was divinely instructed when he was about to make the tabernacle. For he said, God, God's the one who said this, see that you make all things according to the pattern shown you on the mountain. The pattern that God showed Moses regarding the tabernacle and all of the sacrificial system was a shadow, was a type of what was to come perfectly. We can see vaguely or dimly, imperfectly, all of those things in the Old Testament that point to Jesus, his heavenly ministry, his spiritual ministry, Jesus, and the tabernacle in heaven that we read about in the book of Revelation is the perfect. That's what we long to see. That's what we long to experience. The Old Testament was a pattern of that which is to come perfectly. It was physical. We're looking forward to a spiritual. It was temporary. We're looking forward to an eternal in heaven. That's the great promise. In verse 6, it says, But now he has obtained a more excellent ministry. The Lord Jesus has obtained a more excellent ministry. More excellent than what? More excellent than the Old Testament Levitical priest under the Old Covenant. He has obtained a more excellent ministry. How has he done that? Through his death, burial, and resurrection. Another emphasis on why Jesus dies on the cross and resurrects, so that he can obtain this more excellent ministry, a name that is higher. He is exalted. Inasmuch as he, Jesus, is also mediator of a better covenant. He's a better priest. He's the perfect priest with a more excellent ministry, and he is the mediator the go-between between man and God of a better covenant. And that's what we're going to begin looking at next. This better covenant was established on better promises. God has made promises to us. God has promised in the Old Testament certain things, but now we have better promises. What's the difference? Under the Old Covenant, the law had to be kept in order to have a right relationship with God and man could not keep the law. They could not keep that covenant. They constantly were breaking the covenant between them and God. Sacrifices had to be offered every year because of these failures. But Jesus is a mediator of a better covenant, a covenant where sacrifices do not have to be offered continually every year, because Jesus paid the once-for-all sacrifice for man's sin on the cross. And he resurrected, conquering the consequences of sin, death and the grave. And now we have not only the promise of forgiveness of sin, but the promise of eternal life through the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we're going to see more of this as we go forward. We need to rejoice that God's plan and purpose is beyond our comprehension and that we get to see glimpses of this. It's kind of like 1 Corinthians 13, toward the end of that chapter, where it says, Now we see through a glass dimly, but then face to face. 
It's okay to not perfectly understand these things. But we need to try. We need to grow in our appreciation so that we can understand more deeply and appreciate these things greater and therefore worship God and exalt Him in our hearts and minds for His excellent purposes and plans. I encourage you to read and reread. I've told you that before. It becomes familiar. The language of this passage becomes more understandable. It is challenging for some, not all, but for some, to understand as Gentiles these things that existed thousands of years ago, yet they are important for us, and God has retained these things in the Holy Scriptures in the New Testament so that we might see them. I encourage you, continue to study, press on. Father in heaven, thank you for your word. Thank you for this passage. Thank you for the perfect heavenly things that are only reflected vaguely here on earth. I thank you for Jesus Christ. I thank you for his priesthood, for his sacrificing himself as the Lamb of God for our sins. I thank you for forgiveness of sins and for the life that we have in Jesus Christ through faith. Your grace, your mercy, your love is beyond comprehension, and we are rich in these things. Thank you for this bounty. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City based on the promise that if we will draw near to God, He will draw near to us.